if you have some mental health concerns, if you feel hopeless, helpless and carry some guilt and shame. It is highly advisable for you to contact a mental health helpline in your country of residence. Or better still, go to see your primary health care provider like a GP and share with them how you feel. But if you feel so distressed before, during or after this program, call your local emergency line. For example, in Australia, this is triple zero and in America is 911. And remember, God loves you and so do we. Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Dean. Hi family, today we have another Biblical Psychology episode. We explore matters related to psychology, Christianity, and mental health. Enjoy the ride! I am very happy to be here today with a, a pastor that has become a, a good friend of mine in the recent trip that some of you heard that I have done in the Philippines, in, in Tarlac City. I have been blessed to see Pastor John being the leader that he is, and I'm happy to call him my friend and a brother and, of course, a pastor of our church. Pastor John, can you tell us your real name? Because I know it's not Pastor John, that's like a nickname. Yes, my real name is Ray Benjiakab. Uh-huh. So that's, yeah. That's my right. real name. Uh, so you say like Akab or? Akab. 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 Right. Yes, right. that's right. All right. Thank you. And obviously already say you're a pastor. So yeah. whatever I'm going to ask you, it's kind of like a bit redundant. But can you tell us exactly what you do? Uh, I'm actually handling a, a district. I'm a district pastor right. of this uh, central Tarlac district. Right. So handling uh, about uh, 11 churches. Wow. Yes. So 11 churches? Yeah, 11 churches. And how many so members do you have around those churches? Uh, maybe around uh, 500 something above ah. yes above 500 so you having 500 members um for for those pastors who are listening to this i just want to say something you know the, the pastors here you know in the philippines i have observed it they have so many churches they are so busy with so many members so pastors in australia or the us if you're listening to me i just wanted to say that you know whatever stresses that you have back home where we live um just multiplying by a lot Particularly when there is a lot of uh, needs in in places like the Philippines, uh, more than just emotional needs. You know, there is actually physical physical needs, just very basic needs. So, Pastor John, can you share with us what is your passion for in the ministry that you do? Why are you a pastor, anyways? Yeah, yeah actually, well, right in the first place, this is not my 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 real dream okay. or my passion to become a pastor. <laughs> Right, because I I took up uh, information technology. Right, but then uh, there's something a you know a, a big uh, change of course, and then I, I tried this uh, course theology. Right, and then till such time I becoming you know in love in the ministry. Right. So right now my passion is doing evangelism, right. uh, and then crusades, right, and uh, also doing ministries. With uh, with these uh, young individuals, with the, or with our youth, right, and also some of our old uh, brethren. So these are the people I'm working with. Okay, 
So I'm hearing that you enjoy working with, across the spectrum, like young and old, yes. um, and and also you have a passion for doing these crusades. So you have a passion to reach out people for for Christ. Exactly. Okay. You were doing IT, and during that time you came across this theology stuff, and you enjoy that more than computers. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how the, the, I don't know the the plan of God, but uh, since God placed me here, so I I, I need to. To do my my very best, but uh, through the help of the Holy Spirit. So you have no regrets. You have no regrets no to change. No regrets. I okay. enjoyed a lot. I enjoyed a lot. Okay. Uh, now I would like to ask you something. You know, obviously I have spoken a little bit to you about what my purpose is in doing this podcast. I would like to talk about psychology, about mental health, about struggles, about the emotional struggles that people have in the church. Sometimes I perceive that we. As a church, as Christians, we perceive that maybe these struggles don't happen with our church members, right? Because we are Christians, after all. If we are Christians, we have Christ, so we don't get depressed or anxious or worried. Everything goes okay. What do you think about that? Do you see struggles within the churches that you have pastored? Yeah, actually, I, I've been encountering a lot of uh, brethren right. or coming to, you know, ask some advice and counsel. Right. So this been my, you know, my my great uh, one of my struggles in the district right. uh, to entertain and to you know give them good advice for these brethren and uh, really it's very hard to handle those things especially mm. when it comes to their mind to their behavior or right. to whatever problems they have but mostly uh, the problems that they're encountering is uh, mostly is more on uh, family issues right, right. relationships. One of the major problems that uh, our brethren mm. is experiencing right. in the district. Okay, so in these relational problems, these relationship concerns that uh, you have encountered, that you find yourself counseling a lot for, yeah. does that happen also across the spectrum? Does, does it happen to married people and married people, young people, old people? What kind of people are you talking about here? I just want to, you know, to share one of my experiences. Sure. Uh, one of these uh, old women. Actually, right. yeah, she's married for, I, I don't know the exact years, uh-huh. but maybe 20, 30 years. Right. And she came to me and asked some advice uh-huh. re- with regards to their uh, married relationship. Right. So me, as a, a young pastor, I don't have any <laughs> idea. So all I need to, to give yeah. advice, you know, is for, from the, the Bible, the principle of the Bible. Itself. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so, well, thank God. Uh, this uh, woman is, uh, until now, she's always asking for help and right. counsel. From right. uh, from the Lord, sure. so I always praying for her because she's struggling a lot. Right. About her her husband. Right. So right. there's some kind of issue, uh, uh, like a third party or like something like that. Okay. So, so I, like we're talking about like kind of like infidelity, like uh, cheating kind of stuff, or yeah, some yeah part part of it maybe okay. it's a. Uh, because okay. she noticed that uh, her husband how changed she the behavior. how he acts ah, yes right. change of behavior so really it's a great challenge. But uh, I see to it that uh, they are always in line with the principles of the Bible. For sure. And to violate. Okay. And that example you give us is a good example because this is something that tends to happen a lot. You know, our couples, our, our marriages, our church folk, 
they struggle with relational issues where, you know, perhaps the love has died or has dissipated mm -hmm. and they try to find some something somewhere else. And you find yourself sometimes in the struggle of canceling one, the other one maybe doesn't want to come to the party. They mm -hmm. just want to do their own thing. Okay. What about the young people? You know, a lot of the people who actually listen to us as well are young, you know, millennials, okay. the new era. And I was wondering, you know, what, what are the kind of issues that you encounter? Is this also relational? And, and if so, what kind of relational issues that they have? Well, I, I think one of these struggles with the young, with our uh, youth uh -huh. right now, it's uh, more on this uh, worldly, you know, the worldly things. Right. Because they, they are so engaged. Right. And more on uh, secular. Right. Instead of uh, the religious. So this is a great challenge for me as a pastor. Uh, how to let them embrace, uh, you know, our the ministry that we have. Mm -hmm. But since they are more engaged in something else, mm -hmm. more secular, so mm -hmm. that's basically one of my struggles in, in right. the district. Right. So, but I, I still, I'm still hoping and I'm doing my part to let them, you know, understand mm -hmm. and let them know that uh, we have uh, our specific ministry. For sure. Yeah, in our church. Yeah. So I just All need right. them to to ignite. Right. To, to have that uh, flame in them to get involved. All right, that's really good. What I'm hearing is that a lot of young people are being distracted, I guess, yes, with, right. with all the pleasures that, that the, the world, world does offer, yes. you know, and the distractions. And so one of your struggles or one of your passions, one of your uh, ministries is to try to engage them within the within the church. I noticed, you know, in this, I think I've been here, uh, what is it, um, 20 days here, I right. think, in the Philippines, or maybe... 21. And I've noticed that uh, as we were in entire, like, you know, um, doing these crusades for evangelism, that there is a group of young people, too. Uh, mm -hmm. Some struggle in school, but yet they are serving. And I noticed you have this um, voice of youth. Yes. Exactly. And this voice of youth are very passionate about what they do. Perhaps some of them are still distracted with some of the things outside, but they do something amazing. Can you tell us a little bit more about this voice of youth? What do they do? How do they form? Who formed them? Is that a Filipino thing or is it just... Your district, huh? what's going on there? Tell me. Yeah, it's actually a program with our uh, Central Luzon Conference. Okay. It is a, a group of young people, and some, there are also old people who are joining this uh, Voice of Youth. Right. So these people are, you know, dedicating their, themselves, their time right. for the Lord. Right. Especially during summertime to engage in a crusade, you know, right. doing evangelism. Mm -hmm. So basically, they spend at least two weeks. Right. To do the evangelism, go out and do visitation, then right. Bible study, right. and they'll go mingling with the, with people. Right. So, well, it's a, a, it's really a great challenge to, to form or create a group of right. young people yeah, who are yeah. dedicated enough sure. to the work of God. So right. I thank God for these young individuals mm. who are truly love God, you know, to serve Him and yeah. to glorify Him through their time and their effort. I, I agree, Pastor Jung. Um, I, look, I was blessed to meet many of them, and the work that they're doing is great. When we were delivering tracts and inviting people for the crusades, you know, they were on fire. They were there without a shame, you know, inviting people freely, saying, you know, just come. And, and, and doing that is, it takes guts because sometimes I feel that our young people feel a bit of, ashamed or embarrassed uh, I don't want to say I don't want to do it and, and then they will meet and they will mingle like you said I don't know if this is the intention but um, as, as I'm hearing what you're telling me about this this Central Luzon conference yeah 
uh, initiative. I'm hearing in my mind the words echo in TMI, right? Like, I don't know, the, the word, the letters, the total memory involvement. Is, is that what it is all about? Yes, it's, it's, it's part of the, the program, the total uh, member involvement. Right. So this basically, actually, this is a program also of our division. Right. This uh, Southern Asia Pacific Division. Right. So it was pa passed down to uh, conferences and then mission and then yeah. local churches. So right. we adopted it and we would like, uh, we want that everyone, all of the brethren are engaging in this total member involvement. Amen. So look, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, obviously, I, I, I'll go back and we'll finish with this idea. Uh, as, as I mentioned before, right? I'm a psychologist. Uh, my passion is that, of course, and, and, and ministry. But I want you to be honest about this because obviously this space of this podcast is to have different opinions, different views. Uh, if you say that it's wicked, it's wicked. If you say it's good, it's good. If you say that it could be either way, that's fine. But I want to know your opinion uh, about what you think about psychology. Do you think psychology has any space in ministry, any space in Christianity? I know that pastors usually take at least at least one course on psychology. Yeah. Um, but um, what what is your opinion uh, in in terms of, of this as uh, in your ministry? I see this, uh, you know, this. Uh, uh, profession or this kind of work it is a study of behavior and the right. mind of uh, people right. so we as a pastor we need also to to have that uh, at least Standard the understanding right. how to understand people right. and how to to know their their struggles right. life for for me if this uh, kind of work will be integrated into our ministry right. this would be a, a great help right as long as it will not be you know we we, we don't we don't adapt the secular right. or the world, the worldly, the, the worldly right. stuff. So basically, okay. Okay. we can we can do it, and we can we can okay. uh, truly. It, it's going to be a, a great help right. in okay. our the ministry. Okay, thank you. Uh, so I'm hearing that psychology or, or some of the things that the science bring uh, might help us understand behavior, a little bit of the things that uh, we do and why we do them, and if we integrate them into. Are into some of the ministry that, that we do in the church could be of great advantage. We could help people better, exactly. understand them better. Um, and, but also I'm hearing as well, and I appreciate that, you know, the idea that let us not bring the world into the church, yeah. into the Christianity, because that's not the whole thing. I mean, at the end of the day, Christianity is based on the Bible. The Bible is the Word of God. The Word of God is truth, right? And that's an absolute statement. I have mentioned that in this podcast before that unapologetically I said, you know, I'm not going to question the Bible truth because to me, to me, that, that is God. And so instead of bringing the world to psychology, may, perhaps we could bring Bible specific truths and how they actually relate to the science per se. I remember always this verse in Philippians 4, 8, yeah. right? That everything that is good, you know, things that are true, lovely, just, if there is any good report, if there is any virtue, think of these things. Uh -huh. And that's really pure psychology in the sense that in psychology, we learn that our behavior, our attitude, our thinking can be positive yes. if we focus on the good aspects of life instead of the bad negative things. And this was written a long time ago before any psychology book was ever published. So, okay, I appreciate that. Now, as we conclude, what would you say to a Christian who is struggling and who, we say with depression, you know, the most common thing that I can think of, and they don't seem to be able to recover quickly, like they've been there for many years. First, I, I think, I guess I would like to know, what would you say to them, uh, biblically speaking, you know, I mean, spiritually speaking, Christianly speaking, as such, and then second, how would you perhaps integrate 
psychology or 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 somebody like like what I do if you think that that's beneficial at all yeah well first thing first well of course we don't need to rely to ourselves because you no. know we we are weak and when it comes to spirituality Right. Uh, the only answer is God. Right. We need to to come closer to God and right. ask always His guidance and His help, mm-hmm. and this is the only way to to our, to have our, our minds be, you know, be cleared out with uh, the negativity of uh, this world. Mm-hmm. So the first solution is we ask God and we need to pray and always, oh, okay. you know, devote ourselves to Him. Right now, second uh, question is: Well, of course, if, if we already ask God's help. But there are times that the God would also use people right. yeah, as an instrument. Right. So we could go and ask these people who are able to, to give us good counsels, mm. not only the good ones, but uh, would uh, uplift our spirituality. Mm, so sure. why not? Yeah, I, I, uh, I would advise them to go uh, talk with their pastors, mm-hmm. with a spiritual advisor. Mm-hmm. And we have to also like, like you, yeah, time, <laughs> they can come and they can ask uh, also some advice and help. Right. That would be, uh, you know, that would be a, 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 a nice uh, move for them to, to overcome struggles or depression in life. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Lastly, I, I did say last, last time, but this is, this is it. For the people who listen to us in this podcast, um, particularly our young people, like I mentioned, but you can address the old, older people too. We do have older people who listen as well. Any advice that you could give to our listeners in terms of taking care of themselves, uh, looking after themselves or something that might help them to improve their mental health? Well, of course, we need to do some uh, exercise to, you know, uh, okay. with, our, with our, with our health, right. we need to maintain it right. physically and uh, most especially mentally and the spiritually, right. uh, the spiritual aspect. Right. Okay. I pray for you all, those who are listening, the young individuals who are youth who are struggling right. a lot. We pray for you and we love you. The church loves you so much. So oh, we pray you. for you, the ministry. Thank you, thank you. Particularly because I still think I'm young, so I, I'll just take that prayer for me. <laughs> people who see me in person, a lot of people don't know what I look like. Might think like, oh, this guy looks sounds old. Thank you, Pastor John. I appreciate your time, and I'm hoping that this is not the last time that we meet, not the last time that you are here with us, also in the podcast. And thank you for all the ministry and the work that you do here in Tarlac and in the Central Luzon Conference in the Philippines. It's it's beautiful. I know that I go, and I know that the leadership that you give the young people and the older people as well is in safe hands because you rely on God so yeah, thank you so much for the God's glory so I thank God for it well thank you and thank you everyone for listening I hope that you have some insightful views on this conversation on this uh, little chat that we have with Pastor John in the Philippines remember to send us a comment we have our page on Facebook on Instagram and I guess the one thing that I want to share with you as I finish is remember right now I'm choosing to love God what about you Remember to subscribe to this podcast, like it, share it, hashtag it, comment, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Tumblr as Adventist Reflections. God bless you.